0: All too often, couples find themselves together. They're in love. Everything checks out. Absolutely um, taken in by each other. But there's one very important thing that they may overlook and that could be finances. Um, It might be a topic that they may not broach or they may not get into a lot of details when it comes to or may not even like, you know, really Discuss. Now, when you think about it, financing is one of the most important things and one of the lubricants from where I sit that really gets the wheels of relationships moving once the relationships take off. And if you really want your relationship to succeed, then you want to really pay attention to one of these key aspects of the relationship. Outside love, I think money truly makes relationships beneficial. So these key lessons are not only going to open your eyes to some of the conversations you need to have, but if it's something that you have not already started doing in your serious relationship, it's something you definitely want to consider. So this video is going to highlight a few things for you that possibly will help take your relationship to the next level. So what is lesson number one? Have the money talk regularly. So it's important to have conversations about money and to have it as often as possible, okay? Couples who share their feelings about money and disclose what they make, especially how they spend and what they want to save and, you know, stuff like that aren't just sharing money information. I believe that they're sharing their feelings. They're sharing their goals, which is essentially the building blocks for relationships. Okay, now talking about money with your partner might feel sometimes uneasy or even awkward, but I believe that it's important that you bite the bullet and just do it. Go ahead, get it done. Cut that um, snake's head off once and for all. Consider having a weekly check-in to review your finances together. That way you can make a financial plan so you both you know, live with and agree to, set your goals together and keep tabs on your progress so that both parties stay motivated and stick with a plan. At least if you have a plan, you know that you have one objective you can work towards. Number two, it's important that you keep accounts either separate or not, and you need to decide on whether you want to do that. Consider the pros and cons of sharing accounts if it's, you know, if you're in a committed relationship or if you plan on tying the knot soon. Now, this is a vital conversation to have. For example, sharing a joint bank account comes with some great pros or perks. A joint account might even mean having to deal with fewer account fees. Um, It might make it easier to manage your cash flow. And more importantly, it can help you budget and maybe even save for shared goals. For instance, if you're planning a wedding or something like that, you know, you can all put your money together in one pot. OK, helping you become closer as a couple in the process. When couples feel that they're a team, um, you know, it helps them bond more closely. Then again, consider this. If your partner has terrible money habits such as blowing through cash too quickly, you might want to postpone merging your finances until he or she develops Better habits. Determine whether you want your partner or you have a partner who can handle responsibility of managing shared accounts while staying on a budget. Or if it's better that each person has their own account and, you know, can maybe stick to their own guns and and timelines if possible. Number three, be transparent about your spending. Now overspending is the number one financial deal breaker for couples. A close second is being secretive about finances, being open and honest about your spending habits might not be easy for your partner or you, but it's necessary to keep your relationship together. Now, after all, the last thing you want to do is commit financial infidelity. Financial infidelity is a big deal breaker in relationships. Keeping secret purchases and transactions doesn't instill trust, and it makes the person who finds out these secrets feel like, well, basically there are other secrets yet to be discovered, okay? So what you want to do is to keep the lines of communication open and to hold each other accountable for your bank account balances and any other spending and purchasing decisions that you make. Keep it open. Be an open book. Encourage communication. Be prepared to confess any bad spending decisions that you make in your relationship so that trust can be built in the long term. Number four, share your financial differences as well. Okay. Now it's a given it's inevitable that you and your partner will have different views about money, how to spend it, when to spend it, including, you know, um, how you save, how you manage it. But instead of keeping these viewpoints bottled up, share them with each other, you know? Or you might end up suffering the consequences. Be honest, be open about your financial differences. If one person is a compulsive spender and the other is more conservative, acknowledge that these differences exist you know, and find a common ground that you both can feel comfortable with. That way everybody understands where each other stands and um, you can work your way towards each other and find um, a good space where you both are comfortable with five. Talk about your personal relationship with money. So everybody has their own personal relationship with money, whether it's a positive one or a destructive one. If you grew up in a home, for instance, where money was never a problem, for example, you might not have to fear going broke as you grow older. However, if maybe you grew up from like a poor background or you faced bankruptcy at some point in your life, that fear of not having enough might be driving some of your spending decisions or just the way you run your life. Now, knowing about your you and maybe your partner's personal relationship or attitude towards money can make it easier to um, communicate or come to resolution when discussing money and making money decisions. Right, especially when it comes to upcoming purchases. So really delve deep into that aspect and things will be a little easier. Number six, do your financial planning as a couple together. It's very important. Now, whether you're putting together a retirement plan, whether you're thinking about buying life insurance, considering having kids, wanting to move into a bigger house, you'll need a financial plan in order to make those important decisions with your partner. So, for example, if you plan on having kids with your significant other, um, you want to sit down as a couple and list out. For instance, all of the financial factors to figure out if you can afford to have a baby right now. or You have to wait a couple of years when you guys have been able to maybe save up enough because having kids, for instance, is now an economic decision more than anything else. You know, you might find out that you need to get a higher paying job and able to afford child care expenses. Or you might realize that you both should plan on moving into a bigger house to accommodate more people. That would likely require setting up a savings plan, for instance, so you can afford a down payment on a mortgage, you know. If coming up with a financial plan on your own is too difficult, well. Reach out, make an appointment um, for you and your partner to sit down with someone who can help you. Financial advisor is not too far away. Seek professional help, see what options are available to you, um, and um, I'm sure that you guys will make some really good decisions um, before long, all right? So that is one other thing that you can absolutely do. Number seven, manage anger and frustration constructively. Really important. So arguing over money, Um, could lead to disintegration of your relationship but whether your partner has lost their job or you're both just struggling financially to make ends meet it's still important to keep your relationship on an even keel during those very difficult times okay now don't let your anger or your frustration get the best of you If you say something or do something exceptionally cruel, it might be hard for your relationship to bounce back from that. And you know, sometimes when you're in dire straits, you know, you may not think too much and you'll say things that will hurt your partner. So instead recognize that there's a money situation that needs to be dealt with, then address that problem constructively and work on solving that problem so that you can move forward. right and try to deal with it in that way in that fashion number eight look at money conflicts as an opportunity for improvement now even though fighting about money can be an emotionally charged event and you might be tired of the ongoing disputes consider shifting your perspective about what these conflicts really mean you know a conflict can occur when for instance both parties have opposing viewpoints so my take is this is like a great time to figure out each other's money personality, as well as talk about your personal relationship with money. You know, some people are spendthrift, some people are miserly, some people are frugal. I mean, try and figure out what kind of personality they have and meet people at the point of their need. Number nine, remember your future depends on today's financial decisions, right? Maybe you can live with your partner's frugal spending habits, or you've just accepted the surprises of a shopping spree showing up on your um, bank statements. Now, whatever the case may be, it's important to recognize that the strongest spending habits will dictate your future. So make sure you're 100% on board with your partner's money habits and spending style. Your future depends on the financial decisions you make today. So when it comes to spending and saving, a healthy balance is a high priority okay and finally exercise some freedom with the budget at the same time setting too many restrictions on spending or trying to work with a complicated budget can make the entire process of managing finances as a couple a really frustrating one okay so give yourself some wiggle room give yourself some liberties with certain expenses basically so you can both enjoy your hard-earned money while keeping yourself on track with your financial goals okay remember that your budget is just a plan so and, and really it's to help you sort of try and prioritize your cash flow based on your personal goals so whatever the purchase ends up being just Remember that you don't need to fight about the financing or the finances as long as you stay within your spending limits or budgeting. amount. I hope that these um, tips are helpful. I hope that these money lessons will help um, bring you guys closer in your relationship. And if this video was beneficial for you, please share it with your partner as well, because this is what it's really about. Is to help bring both of you together and hopefully you can get some money ideas or money lessons from it um, and share it with other couples as well because that's what it's really about. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunshine Girl podcast. If you enjoyed it,